This episode of Nature of Things was recorded on May 27th, 1988. My guest this morning is Jim Anderson. Jim's retired after 30 years with IBM, and he's an ardent birder. Jim, how long have you been birding? I started birding in 1969. Yeah, what was it that really led you into birding? Why did you... Well, I just, I found that uh, work was taking too much, too much of my time, and I just needed to relax a little bit, and I found that uh, when I looked to nature for that relaxation, I found the combination of the best of everything. Yeah, you said before that you've been an, interested in nature for a long time. Yes, I used to hunt when I was a kid, but uh, as I grew older, I realized you can only hunt so much, and you can only do it under certain conditions, and with birding, uh, I always have my binoculars with me, and so regardless of where I'm at within the country or overseas or whatever, I'm always ready to go birding. Well, supposing some of our listeners think they might like to try birding, but they've never really given it a shot before, what are some of the things that you'd recommend for them to do? Well, I think the first thing I would do is go and find a, uh, a good bird book, and there's two that are excellent. One is written by Peterson, and the other one is written by Robbins, and yep. they're probably the best it, for a beginner to use. And the other, uh, I would buy a decent pair of binoculars, which would be somewhere between $50, $75. So with a uh, decent pair, you really enjoy them a lot more, and you, they'll last longer. And I'd usually start with a oh, power of 7 by 35, which is a good beginner's classes. Yeah, that's what I usually use. Well, okay, now we've got our bird book, a good bird book, and we've got our binoculars. Now, what's the next step? Well, I, I usually go, and uh, when I first started, I uh, tried to find out if I knew anybody who was a birder, and if I did, I would call them up and ask if I can go along with them on their next trip. If it happens to be that you do not know somebody, then I might suggest that you call uh, a Audubon Society uh, they usually have a hotline or some type of information on telephone. and uh, Or another place would be a nature center, such as Baltimore Woods, Beaver Lake. There's numbers of them in each of them, in each area, that might be able to give you ideas as to when the next field trips would be held. Right, and, and I want to say, folks, don't hesitate to do that, because you may think, well, they're all going to know so much about birds, they're not going to care about me, but if you go out with the people at Baltimore Woods or Beaver Lake or some of the other ones, uh, Clark Reservation has, has them, you're going to find a lot of people who are really interested in helping you learn because they enjoy it so much. And you know, Jim, we haven't really talked that much about that kind of en enjoyment. I, I know one of the pleasures I have in going out with you is just seeing how much you enjoy the, the beautiful birds. You've seen them hundreds of times, but it still gives you a thrill each time. Oh, absolutely. I I was at a perfect enjoyment this spring. I was down in Georgia, and uh, the one bird I really wanted to see was a blue grosbeak. I'd seen it once before, but to see it again and to see a beautiful male in full color, it's, uh, it's a sight to behold. Yeah, it's, it's quite an opportunity. You've had uh, both at work and now what you're doing in retirement to, to get down there in Georgia and see some different kinds of birds. How about some others you've seen down there that have pleased you? Oh, I think many of the, uh, the, the warblers that we don't see here, you see the chat and you think the hooded warbler and the prothonotary, uh, there's the orchard oriole, and there's just summer tanager, the list goes on and on. But this is typical of any part of the country, you'll find you birds that are unique, and that's why I think the enjoyment of birding is it because it's always changing, and it's a challenge right, to, know, it is. to know them all. Okay, well, you talked about a couple of places uh, 
that people could bird Baltimore Woods and, and Beaver Lake, but how about sharing some of your other favorite spots uh, throughout the year in central New York? Well, I think one of the uh, ones I enjoy, as you mentioned, Baltimore Woods early in the spring because it has such a variety of birds, but then I usually will try to get up to a place called Derby Hill, which uh, any birder can tell you it's up on Lake Ontario where we have a huge hawk migration every year. And I also go during the wintertime when the ice is out on Lake Ontario to Oswego Harbor where you find special winter birds that are not found during any other times of the year. So you see, folks, you can really uh, bird throughout the year. In fact, uh, one of the real pleasures in winter, as we've discussed before, and, and the nature of things is to have a feeder and you know just enjoy the birds from the feeder. Well, Jim, I want to thank you for sharing this with us the, this morning. Uh, as a matter of fact, Jim and I just come back from birding most of the day, and it's been a real pleasure for us to be out there, including seeing bald eagle, which is something that is quite a thrill. And I want to say that, Jim, thanks for being with us, and uh, this is John Weeks saying thanks for listening. Tune in next week, and keep it natural. <laughs>